Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. A very tragic situation over the weekend involving former Minnesota Duluth hockey player and Hibbing star Adam Johnson, uh, who tragically died after a skate blade cut uh, his neck this past Saturday over in England uh, as he was playing for the Nottingham Panthers. Um, And there's been a lot of uh, just remembering Adam, um, just a lot of outpouring of support for the uh, the community of, of Hibbing and both uh, to the program at the University of Minnesota Duluth. And joining us now, uh, the voice of UMD Hockey. I wanted to chat with him and also um, the host of his own show on 610 KDAL in Duluth. That'd be Bruce Siski joining us here on the Lake Show on The Good Neighbor. Bruce, I appreciate you uh, giving me a few moments tonight. Thank you so much. Henry, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, I want to start with um, just asking you, um, what will you remember about Adam Johnson, the person? Forget about his hockey um, career and all the things that made him a name in the sport and, and, you know, going from being a kid probably with hopes and dreams like any other young athlete out there to actually achieving those dreams and getting to play in the NHL, uh, also being a part of a Frozen Four. What will you remember about Adam, the person? Uh, I, I think Scott Sandlin, uh, the Bulldogs' longtime head coach, said it best today at his press conference, and kind of re- a reminder to everybody that that Adam was. So he left UMD after two years, and he left kind of late in the off season. He had uh, had an opportunity to turn pro with the Pittsburgh Penguins after their uh, their summer development camp, and he signed a contract and, and left UMD. Had he come back, uh, you know, three months later, he would have been the captain of the Bulldogs as a junior. It tells you the kind of person he was. It tells you the kind of leader he was, how how he brought that locker room together. He brought guys together. They gravitated to him, and and they listened to him. He had a voice, and from, from the day he got there, he had a voice. And, you know, that kind of character, that kind of, of leadership is not necessarily something you just teach. It's not something you, you can anoint somebody. Adam Johnson had that, and and that's – something I think a lot of people need to understand. This wasn't just a guy that played hockey and, and played it really well. He was also a tremendous human being. Yeah, and that's I, – I, I'm so glad that, that you know, when we think about people – and I'm just kind of wired to think about the person because there's, there's, there's 
a lot of times the first thing that we want to talk about with athletes specifically are the stats, right, the accolades and what they accomplish. But you and I both know this in, in being people that, that work in sports and have done so much uh, with athletes throughout the years is that when you get to know them and you know that side of them, that's the first thing that's going to come up as opposed to all the accolades, all the great things that they did on ice, off ice, whatever. And, and I can tell you that, you know, Adam was a guy that even after he left UMD, he stayed very connected to the program. He kept coming back to Duluth. And, you know, when, when, when alumni got married, he was there. In fact, there's been, a, uh, there's been some stories that have circulated in, in the last uh, 24, 36 hours, whatever it is, uh, about a couple of ex-teammates' weddings. That would be Neil Pionk, who's now with the Winnipeg Jets who got married uh, this past year, and Carson Kuhlman, who was just married a couple of months ago down in Minneapolis. Uh, Kuhlman was the Bulldogs captain on their 2018 championship team, and he's now in the Islanders organization. And they talked about, you know, Adam Johnson was there, and he's a life of the party. And and it was, you know, for, in Kuhlman's perspective, it was, it, you know, looking back, it was such a blessing that that happened the way it did because that was the last time that Carson Kuhlman got to hang out with Adam Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking to Bruce Siski, uh, the voice of UMD men's hockey here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO, talking about the tragic passing of Adam Johnson, who passed away over the weekend at the age of 29. So now you have been the voice of that program for 19 years, correct? Or is it 20 now? This is my 19th season. So yeah, 2005, I started. All right, so you've been around a while. Let, let me yeah. take let me take you back to, let, let's go back to um, from some of the research that I did 2016-17, because that was the year in which uh, Adam had, uh, I guess you can call it a breakout season, uh, ranking second among all Bulldogs in goals, uh, points, and shots, all career best for him. Uh, but the most notable, it says here, when I when I looked up uh, his time at UMD, was the goal that he had scoring in overtime that ended up being the triumphant goal, UMD defeating Boston University for the NCAA West Regional title uh, a few years ago. Just t- take me back to that moment. Uh, one of my favorites, actually. Um, that was a that was a special team. I, I remember uh, I, I went to get on the bus with the group in Chicago after they lost the championship game the night before, and I told Scott Sandel, and I said, this was, I've been, and at that point I've been doing this, well, I, my math's not very good, but probably 11, 12 years, and I said, and I covered a national championship in 2011, but that was my favorite team. That was a group you could tell how tight they were, how close they were, and how much fun they had with each other. And, and you know, seeing them get, I know they didn't climb the mountain, but seeing get them get to that point, get to that championship game, how hard that is. Uh, not only did, did they lay the groundwork for back-to-back titles the next two years, which I didn't know was going to happen at the time, but it was just such a, a tremendous group of human beings, and, and it's been fun to follow their careers. We've had a bunch of those guys go play in the NHL, and Adam Johnson was one of them. And that night in Fargo, you know, game goes overtime, and that was a game that was between UMD and BU loaded with guys that have played in the NHL, including the goaltender that Adam Johnson beat on that winning goal. Jake Ottinger now with the Dallas Stars yeah. as that goaltender as a, as a freshman at BU, and it was the, I remember the play like it was yesterday. Alex Iafalo had a had a great uh, a great uh, job keeping the zone, and Doyle Summerby was the captain for Boston University. He had wrapped the wall, tried to get the puck out. Al, Al Iafalo held it, and they got it across to Adam. He one time the puck right off Summerby's skate, and he went down like a ton of bricks. And, and Doyle Summerby was not a small guy. It hit him in the, just a horrible spot. 
So as he's getting up and he's trying to get back in the play, Adam fake, does a little head fake and lets a snapper go that Ottinger couldn't see in time to stop. And it touched off just an incredible celebration. That, that night was uh, – that was that was one of the ones that I'll never forget. And and Adam Johnson was the uh, he was the ar- architect. He was the artist behind it. And uh, that was the last goal he scored as a bulldog, Henry. And it uh, there are very few as memorable as that one of my 19 years. You know, Bruce. Uh, not only are you the voice of uh, UMD hockey, but you also host your radio show at uh, 610 KDAL in Duluth weekdays um, on the station there. Um, I'm assuming that, and I would just think that today your show was it was very difficult to do, and, and I'm sure that there was plenty of reaction to the news from over the weekend. Uh, I'm out at 10, and, and Scott actually spoke at 10 o'clock, so we carried that live, and, and that took a good chunk of it up, and, and I just I, I kind of um, blabbed my way through a little bit just talking about Adam some memories, and uh, I put together a, a five-and-a-half-minute tribute that people can find on, on our website, kdal610.com. Um, just all it's it's 21 of the 24 goals that Adam scored at UMD because apparently I didn't save the other three, but I still had the 21 stored in my archives. So I, I grabbed those, I put them in chronological order, and I set them to music. And I want people to go and listen to it and, and just and have those positive memories, right? Like you know, we, we hear we're hearing the story of what happened and, and how horrible it was for everybody in England that witnessed it, and, and all those players and those fans and those trainers that. The trainers have tried to save Adam's life uh, on yeah. Saturday, and that's those are worthy stories to tell. Don't get me wrong, but I also want people to remember Adam Johnson as, as a a wonderful person, a great guy, a, a wonderful teammate, a leader, and also happened to be a hell of a hockey player. One of the fastest skaters I've ever seen at UMD. Just you know, one of those guys is just electric. Every time he touched the puck, you do something special could happen, and it's okay to remember all those things. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. And, and you and you did mention, you know, that, you know, because we've we've all kind of heard about what took place and what happened over the weekend. And it was a it was a freak accident, right? That, that in terms of what happened and him catching the blade all across the neck. Does does that in terms of like it's always tragic when we lose someone, right? And it's even more tragic when we lose somebody at such a young age and it's an accidental situation. Does that make it more sad for you, knowing that we lost that we lost Adam at such an early age um, in such um, a weird way? I'm going to be careful with that part of it, only because I have I, I have made a point. I'm not going to watch the video of what happened. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, I don't want to see it. I, Adam's somebody I got to know a little bit in his time. Were, were we tight? No, we weren't like close friends, but Adam got and I got to know each other, and I appreciated his company all the time. And and I don't want to watch that. I yep. just don't. So, you know, as far as what happened, I can only go by the accounts, and, and the team, the Nottingham Panthers, said it was a freak accident. I have to take their word for it because I didn't see it, and I won't see it. Yep. Um, I, I think it – so six years ago, we lost a guy in Andrew Carroll, who was a three-year captain for us in, in the early twenty or the, the mid two thousands to late two thousands. Uh, one of the few guys that you're ever going to see wear a letter three years in college. Anything uh, he was that special a person, and uh, he died by suicide in Chicago in 2018, and that was that was hard. Uh, and this one hit hard, and it's just different, right? Like mm-hmm. they. Like I'm, I think we're still kind of in grieving mode. Yep. Um, and it's just it's different. It's not 
they're, they're different circumstances. They're lives that are cut way, way too short. And that's awful anytime that it happens anywhere. Um, and so, yeah, I think that it's just it's a different kind of grief this time around. Yeah, no, no question about it. And, and the only reason why I ask that is this because I know that me personally, I'm somebody that, um, and I and I had four deaths in the family this year, uh, and there were uh, the majority of them. Yeah, I know it, it's been a, it's been a bad year in that way. But three of them were older individuals. But then there's that one person, right? My cousin that was 24, and and that one it just hits me different because you know I, I'm just kind of weird in terms of like I accept. The death is going to happen, but typically when I think about death, I think about you know as we get older, as opposed to a younger person. I'm totally with you. I'm not somebody, and I know that there are people that want to do the whole. They want to go down a rabbit hole and they want to see stuff. They want to. I'm not a morbid person. I, I don't think like that. That's not how I live my life. I don't want to go. I don't want TMZ showing anything. I just I, I don't want to do that. I always want to remember the people that I've come into contact with the same way that I've always viewed them. So me and you are in the same camp, Bruce, in terms of remembering um, Adam or anybody else the way that uh, the way that they lived their life. I guess I would say in closing or ask you in closing, uh, what is the one thing out there that you would want our listening audience, all the people um, that listen to the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO, to know about Adam Johnson um, as a hockey player, um, as a person, uh, just a, a proud person that represented Hibbing and a proud person that uh, represented UMD hockey. He was proud of everything he did. Um, you know, I, my first memory of Adam Johnson was the 2011 state tournament when he scored a natural hat trick. That's three straight goals to erase a 4-1 deficit against Hermantown. They tied the game at four. Now Hermantown won the game, but it was one of those days where, you know, the, the winning team does not have the star of the game because the star of the game was Adam Johnson. Thanks to that natural hat trick. And a couple of those goals were simply electric. And, um, you know, I guess I would say this, you know, I think it's an important lesson um, that people need to be need to be reminded of. And, and that's that no matter the sport, these athletes are people and they're, they're people that have families. They're people that have that have teammates that have that have close friends and, and relatives who are in this case, you know, they're beyond being consoled right now. They're, 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 the sadness is immeasurable over this loss. And if I'm in that position, the last thing I want to do is see a debate on Twitter about the merits of whatever happened to my relative or my close friend. I would just like my relative or my close friend to to be remembered by other people the way I remember them. And in this case, that is, again, that's, that's, that's good person, compassionate human being, a person that drew his teammates to him. That was a great leader and also happened to be a very, very talented hockey player. All those things in one package, I, I think it's important just to remember the human side of, of these athletes because when they are taken from us too early, it, that's the side that we all we, we, we can very easily forget about. Yeah. Hey, Bruce, thank you so much for being on my show tonight, for taking the time and, and remembering Adam and, and really you know speaking to how – uh, how good of a person he was and just remembering him in this way. I wish nothing but the best to you, everybody in the uh, University of uh, Minnesota Duluth hockey program, to everybody in Duluth, the people in Hibbing, and thank you so much for joining me. Henry, thank you, and I, I just want to say hello to all of our Bulldog fans down in the cities listening. Uh, we're, we're with all of you, and, and we're sorry for your grief as well, and, and we're, we'll come back on Friday and, and try to take down the Gophers. I hear you. Thanks so much, Bruce. I appreciate the time.
Thanks, Henry. All right, that's Bruce Siski, voice of uh, UMD Hockey, as well as the host of the Bruce Siski Show on 610 KDAL in Duluth. Uh, we'll take a break because I actually want to uh, mention something um, that has come out of, in terms of my thoughts, out of this Adam Johnson uh, tragic death here. Uh, we'll do that next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks again to Bruce Siski for joining me here on the show. I look and I... I see the pictures of Adam Johnson in a UMD jersey. I see the uh, the picture that's in the Minneapolis Star Tribune um, today of him celebrating a goal that he scored for Hibbing during the 2011 Minnesota State Hockey Tournament. I love that. I appreciate that. I absolutely love that. One thing I just can't do and I can't get behind it, and I'm I'm not wired this way. And if you'd like to react, you can on the uh, Season 1 Plumbing Talking Text Line, 651-461-9226. Is that I can't get behind the people that the moment that this happened, that they had to go all over the Internet searching for the the video. They wanted to see the video. Because in in the strip today, they say the video of the incident has been widely viewed online and shows the moments leading up during and after the hit. I Now, now, now I'm not going to sit here and be the overly judgmental person on the radio uh that says if you're inquisitive you can't go there. You're going to do what you want to do. What I'm saying to you is that I understand that there's been times where I kind of was forced into I needed to watch something to talk about something on the radio 
like when we had when we were in the pandemic and they were and they were there were um uh, a few of the police brutality um videos that you that you needed to see because we were speaking about it everybody's talking about it on on the airwaves and I felt like I had to watch just to have a a, a perspective on it some sort of reference yeah I I don't want to break down this video or see this video um I am going to lean on the people that have seen it and relaying the information from the news reports about what happened because I know what the outcome was and I do, like I don't need to see it to to talk about it because my topic tonight was about Adam Johnson not only the hockey um star that he was but also the person that he was I think that there are some people that will always there's no debating that it was tragic no yeah. absolutely 100% tragic but I feel like there are some that it's either a they enjoy the morbid you know actions kind of like when we were talking about that old video the faces of death there are people that would seek that out because that's where they get their entertainment and I'm not going to judge them. I don't live in that world, but I'm not going to judge those. Number two, I feel like there are some that you, they need to see it to make it real. And I don't know if that makes, because there are sometimes it's like, well, did this really happen? It It couldn't have happened. But then there are some that you have to see it because... It 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 makes it real where you don't want to live in denial. Yeah, I I, I have no interest in seeing it because I I don't even like. Well, remember the old story of uh, Clint Malarchik, who the um, hockey player had a, a you know a skate that got his neck, and now he's now an inspirational speaker. It's a very scary thing when you hear it happen, and just to visualize it. I don't need. I don't need to see it because in my mind, the picture that is painted mm-hmm. is enough for me. And yeah. I, I don't even want to, but there are some people that that's, again. Th- and to each his own. To it, each their it, own, and absolutely. This is, not yeah. me, this is not me trying to scold uh, anybody out there. You're that, not passing that, judgment. No, no, no. They're scouring the internet trying to find the video. I'm just saying that I, I, I can't do it. Like, I don't have the appetite for it. That's just. It doesn't that w- that doesn't do me any good. I'm I'm not that um, curious or as inquisitive about the situation to to want to see that particular part because I'm I'm pretty sure that it's probably pretty gruesome. Clearly, yeah. from from what uh, the reports are, and also from the from the fact that uh, one of uh, one of the natives from here uh, is no longer with us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the part I get to. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Coming up next. Hospital visits shouldn't have blurred lines. I'll explain that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. I had to bring this article up to the listening audience, something that I came across reading on the website of NPR. With the headline, she talked about depression at a checkup and got billed for two visits. So this woman's name is Christine Rogers of Wake Forest, North Carolina. Says she doesn't hesitate when she was asked to fill out a routine mental health questionnaire during a checkup last November. Okay, so let's just go ahead and lay the groundwork here. She has a routine um, 
she has a checkup last November, but she was asked to fill out a routine mental health questionnaire. Okay, seems fair. Her answers on the form led her primary care doctor to ask about depression and her mood. And Rogers said she answered honestly. Quote, it was a horrible year. I lost my mom. Rogers told her physician. Okay, that's what she told her physician. After what Rogers estimates was a five-minute conversation about depression, the visit wrapped up. She said her doctor uh, did not recommend treatment nor refer her for counseling. Quote, it's not like anything I told her triggered. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to prescribe you medication, she said. So so, so just to kind of summarize here, she's having um, – she's talking with her doctor, doing a checkup. The doctor uh, – They have her fill out a routine mental health questionnaire. In the questionnaire, she says it was a horrible year. She lost her mom. So in following up on that, the doctor has a five-minute conversation with her. Okay? All comes across as normal, right? Good relationship with your doctor. They're inquiring about how you're doing. You keep it real, and you're open and honest about your situation. And that's that's what you should be, open and honest. Yeah. Yeah. Then the bill came. Okay? Okay. And so the bill came, and in the in this, I you, I'm looking at the bill, right? So Christine, she's insured her like she's insured by Cigna Healthcare through her job. The medical services, it was an annual wellness visit, okay, which included typical blood tests as well as a depression screening and discussion with a physician. And it has a service provider and all of that. The total bill. There were two things billed on there. There was the $156 um, dollar charge for what was billed as a 20 to 29-minute mm-hmm. consultation with her physician. And also the 331 wellness visit. Okay? So... There's two charges there. They they viewed the conversation at the end about depression as one separate thing outside of, yes, outside of what she was actually there for. Rogers says the bill came as a surprise because she knows annual wellness checks are typically covered without patient cost sharing as preventive care under the Affordable Care Act. And as part mm-hmm. of an annual physical, patients routinely fill out a health questionnaire, which may cover mental health topics. But there's a catch. Not all care that may pre- uh, be provided during a wellness visit counts as no-cost preventative care under federal guidelines. If a health issue arises during a checkup that prompts discussion or treatment, say an unusual mole or heart uh, palpitations, that that consult can be billed separately. And the patient may owe a co-payment or deductible charge for that part of the visit. But now check this out. In Roger's case, a brief chat with her doctor about mental health triggered an additional visit charge. Let Let me be clear about my stance here. I think that that is wrong. 
That is absolutely wrong. She was prompted by the the questionnaire that was provided to her, and then she started getting prompting answers from the doctor. She didn't ask for a mental evaluation. No. I don't I think that that's wrong that they that they added that to the bill. Anybody out there that would like to react to this at 651-461-9226. I'd love to get your reaction to it and this is the reason why I bring it up. Is because so when I went to doctor's visits, right? There's been questions that I've been asked, okay? Where it says there and I know that anybody out there listening has probably dealt with this too and you probably have as well, Chris. There's there, sometimes you will be asked um how are you, are you feeling any sort of depression or anything in your life? And I'll yeah, answer yeah. no. Do you feel safe? I will say yes. Uh, do you um, do you feel that you can adequately uh, provide for yourself in terms of meals? The, the, all those questions will come up, right? And I'll say I'm fine. I'm fine. No, no, no. Whatever. All the all of that stuff. Well, now I'm sitting here thinking if I say that I'm depressed about something, is that going to elicit? An additional like prompting of answers where they're going to additionally bill me. I, I, to me, the, the line should not be blurred in that regard. No, it, it it shouldn't. And you're doing the you're doing your doctor a service by being honest with them. Yes, because a lot of times you you, you tell oh how are you doing I'm doing fine I'm okay I'm all right whatever yeah I mean it's the standard. But when it comes to your physician, you should be able to be honest and open without worrying if that's going to trigger some sort of a, of, of a co-payment you know, or, you know, some sort of an extra charge. But he, I just, I'm so, I don't want to say offended because that's the wrong word, but I'm so bothered by, I mean, we've been asked a bunch of times when you're there, yep. like you have this little conversation, but then it just kind of, it goes away. Yep. Hey, 651-461-9226. I'd love to hear from somebody on this because, look, I'm looking at the text line here, and this from the 612, it says, sounds to me, um, it's just like when you go for an oil change and they try and sell you a new air filter, a camera, uh, a new air filter, oil filter, a different part that you don't need or want. Look, I'll say this about when you go for an oil change and they're trying to sell you on something else. I think it's actually different because at least they're being honest with you and they're saying, hey, you you need to, you know what, it looks like you need a new air filter. They'll at least say something. Now, of course, they're trying to push it on you, right? Like they're they're letting you know, hey, you know, we found this, we found that. And I hate that. Like I I hate that feeling when you feel like somebody's trying to push something on you. They're trying to oversell you something. I get that. But here, this was something where it just seemed like the healthcare system – has played off of your transparency into adding a bill. If you're being fully transparent with your doctor and you feel like you've got a good relationship with your doctor and you're being open and honest about mm-hmm. where you're out at in your health care, you shouldn't be taking like, advantage like, of what, you know, what constitutes, you know, or what is the definition of an added conversation? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe there's something there that triggered it into that way that, you know, that, that category, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm not sure like what, you know, how do you go from this into that? I, I guess I'm, I'm just a little confused. Yep. Hey, all right. Let's take a phone call from, from Lawrence who's uh, called us here on the late show. What's going on, Lawrence? So let me frame this 
A, getting me to go to a doctor is like pulling teeth. In part, I'm, I, I, I'm not that healthy. I mean, I'm very healthy, you know, but my girlfriend's a doctor. Okay. So I don't, I don't have a choice because she tells me when I'm going to the doctor. And I do go to the doctor about a year or two ago, and it is one of those quick visits. And I get the bill, and I'm astounded. And she looks at it and she says, no way should you be charged for that. Mm-hmm. I talked to the provider, and I'm not sure if it's the provider or the insurance company that does this, but I'm pretty sure what happened here is they saw something related to consultant on mental health or something like that. Yep. And somebody just grabbed this code and said, wow, they must have spent a whole hour talking about her mental health and charged it that way. Hey, Lawrence, and, Lawrence, I'm so glad that you brought up that point. Now, I'll let you hop back in, but I just wanted to cut you off for just one second and then let you let you get back in. I'm so glad you brought that up because I actually read that earlier this year. There was a, a, a similar situation where somebody got a bill. They said, no, this is way too high. And they went through and they looked at the, and they and they said they document. They said exactly what you just stated about this code thing. And so they said that they were being overcharged because there were codes that were put in and it didn't make any sense. And they actually were able to call and get it taken down. Yep. And so I'm fortunate because I go about 25 miles to see my dentist. That's how, that's how good they are. And we have had times where I get billed for stuff, and they look at it, and they they fight it on my behalf, mm-hmm. uh, which I which which I, which I appreciate. So, just thought I'd add those two comments in. So, thanks a lot, guy. I appreciate the phone call from Lawrence. Who uh, at least he's got the benefit. His girlfriend's a doctor. Six five one four six one nine two two six. This from the uh, from the text line. Um, when you go to the doctor, they can charge you for everything you bring up. Uh, let you have arm pain, you have uh, a stomach issue, constipation, and so on. I'm a clinic nurse and know what and how it goes. But uh, let me let me ask this to the text line though to to this to this nurse, and I appreciate the text. And thanks for listening to the show. This is my question though to 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 this nurse specifically. the The patient didn't necessarily bring it up, like it was it was it was I, I, they did, but they didn't. It was prompted, like they they were they were they were they were given a questionnaire on it, and it it. it, it the way that it came up, I, I'm not – I don't know. It, it seems – I don't know. Maybe I'm being too sympathetic to the patient. Um, I don't think that I am. I just think that if you're asked a question and we talk about for the sake of good health care, that, that you answer the, the stuff honestly. And it seems like she did that, and it elicited a certain reaction. Uh, this from the 612. Uh, I'm a medical professional, and this has honestly saved people. Um. That, and I'm sure it has. I'm sure that it has. You mean like the, the, the conversation? In terms of the conversation, I'm sure yeah, that it oh, has. sure, absolutely. I, but this is, I guess I would say this to any medical professional out there, because I'll be honest with you. I would spend the extra money and wouldn't mind um, getting billed extra for um, things like this. I think that we should let people know, though. Be transparent and let them yes. know up front. Be like, hey, I, I don't if think we get I, into this, it's going to be an extra charge. Yeah, I, it shouldn't be people are surprised once they get the bill. I guess that's that's what it is. No, it, it, because it, it does. It it does seem like it's a little underhanded, even though it, it's not meant to be like that. I can. It's a bad look, even though the intention is good. 
So yeah. I, I totally understand that. So 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 healthcare community, nurses, doctors listening, I am not taking shots at you guys. No, no, I am he's not. Because I have the, the the utmost respect and admiration for what you guys do. I have had great experiences. I, I think I've, I deal with some phenomenal doctors um, all the time. But I just I don't want to be thrown the curveball. <laughs> Well, you you so want to know? So you now, want to know now what I'm going to be thinking for. every time I'm going to every time I get a questionnaire. I'm going to be thinking about this. Well, I, I mean, yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, how is? Eh. <laughs> Can you just write in meh? I mean, is that good enough? That's like yeah. No, you got to pay more with the meh yeah. because then they're going to start asking you more that's questions. True. How do you feel? Pretty good. Oh man. Oh, no, that's yeah. That's not good enough. Not not good enough. Pretty 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 good. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. We got headlines. That's next year on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk eight three zero WCCO. It's time for headlines here on the show. All right, I don't know if you've heard, but apparently we're supposed to get some snow. I don't know if that if I'm breaking news to anybody. Are you sure? I, I don't know. You heard that? I heard it according to our uh, chief meteorologist Paul Douglas, who uh, has also been uh, seen in the movie Twister. By the way. Our first measurable snowfall could be potentially minutes away. Now, we've seen bigger Halloween snowfalls. I mean, allegedly, there was something that happened back in 1991. I can't remember it. Yeah, I wasn't even here. That I, was my freshman year of college, baby. I know. Dude, you missed it, man. I missed it. I mean, the further away you get from the blizzard of 91, like, the bigger it is. I mean, it's going to be the, it's gonna be the there biggest thing. There are people thing. that weren't even alive in 91. So like, yeah, I yeah, remember 91. I was, uh, yes. <laughs> I remember I couldn't go outside my Chewbacca costume because it was you know couldn't get out the front door but paul douglas said it'll arrive tonight into early tomorrow morning that means it could potentially cause some issues on the drive into work now it's not that much snow but the first time of the year you know tends to be a little goofy on the roads now it doesn't snow very often around halloween making this a little rare sounds like it. i know so it seems like it. Uh, you know right okay so Later on this week, it's supposed to be nice, but the next 24 to 36 hours, it's going to be wintry. So bundle up. Uh, let me just tell you right now while we're on the air, I'm not sure that I'm coming in tomorrow night. I'm just letting you know right now. I think <laughs> I just, I You're think I might in? do the show. I'm, well, I, just, do it from I, home? Might, I might do it from home. Me too. I'm going to do it. For, if you're going to do it from home. I'm going to do it from home. Uh, you can't. Wait, that's do it not from possible. Home, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Henry Lake. I get to do how many my boxes wow, on my leather like couch. Yes, I'm just mad that I have to come in. No, I'm not. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want a Comrex too. <laughs> yeah, but you can't produce on the Comrex. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, okay. Well, facing the loss of another 200 million this week to a lengthy strike, General Motors CEO Mary Barra wrapped up her weekend by going into the United Auto Workers Detroit headquarters and 10 on getting a new contract on. Now, this is good because she was joined by Manufacturing Chief Gerald Johnson at the meeting that started late Sunday. They were able to close a deal with UAW President Sean Fain and other bargainers early on Monday that should end the very contentious six-week work stoppage. And that was said uh, earlier on today. Now, during the talks, which began last summer, companies said they were reluctant to agree to the union's terms, fearing they would force them to raise vehicle prices higher than competitors with non-union factories in the U.S., including Toyota and Tesla. So, hey, good for General Motors. You know, I'll say this. I'll believe it when I see it, because there's a whole lot of talk about what 
about coming to an agreement. Mm-hmm. But until they actually get an agreement done, it's kind of like, mm, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, so I, I look, I hope that it comes to an end here uh, soon so people can um, be better off and more people can get back to work. Yes. And that's the bottom line. I, I saw some people actually striking on uh, 55. On, uh, Plymouth. I was like, oh, did you? Yeah, I did last week. And you know what? I felt kind of I felt kind of good for them out there standing for their morals. So I, I hope they get what they need. Gotcha. All right, coming up next. Guys, are you ready for winter? Are you? We'll discuss it next here on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 